Welcome to Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. Are you hungry to hear more about our beautiful Savior Jesus? Well, the Bible declares that grace and peace are multiplied to us in the knowledge of Jesus. Join me for revelatory teaching, interviews with leaders in the body of Christ, and testimonies of God's goodness in your life. Thanks for joining the conversation to reveal more of Jesus to a hurting world today. Hey everybody, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I am your host, Christina, and I'm so excited to have you with me here today. I hope and I pray that you are doing well right where you are and enjoying the continuously flowing favor of grace pouring from our beautiful Savior and Father in Heaven. I've got a great show for you today. Just recently, I had the opportunity to sit down with Kim Meader, author of Revival Rising. She is also the founder of Crystal Peaks Youth Ranch and a sought-after international speaker on what she is seeing in the body of Christ right now. And, you know, we are, we are seeing a lot of um, oppression, uh, sickness, uh, anxiety, depression, and how we just had this amazing conversation about how Jesus came to give us life and life abundantly. And now because of our new identity and what Jesus has done for us, the light of Christ within us will overcome every darkness you're facing. So if you are struggling with something today, this is a great episode to help remind you of who you are in Christ and who Jesus is in you and what he's done for you and what he will do through you as you mix your faith with his word. Be sure to listen in for a powerful prayer from Kim. But before we get started, I want to give a quick shout out to our Christina Prayer Ministry sponsors who support the mission to unite the body of Christ to help fulfill the Great Commission with love. A big shout out to Gopher Ministries who provides all of our equipment rental for our gospel events. Davis Financial Services who provides our financial accounting. Harvest Family Network through which I am licensed and ordained and life-changing productions who helps put together evangelistic events to reach our city for Jesus. If you or your organization are interested in becoming a CPM sponsor, you can find out more information on our website at christinapereira.org. Today's episode is sponsored by Plexus Living Free. It's hard to be and do all that God has for us, world changers, the light of the world, when you don't feel your best. Most of the health issues we deal with today have the same roots of poor gut health, blood sugar imbalance, and inflammation. But you can address those issues with best-in-class plant-based supplements. Your body can come into balance and you can be healthy and thrive. That's what Plexus products do. They can help improve your gut health, balance your blood sugar, and reduce inflammation naturally, helping you thrive from the inside out. Whether you're looking for an immune system and active lifestyle support, improved digestion and nutrition, want to get off medications and balance your body through natural products, or lose weight, Plexus products just might be the answer you're looking for. And just for being a Revealing Jesus listener, 
you can take this quiz and receive 10% off and a free VIP membership on your way to health and happiness. I will have links in the show notes. And I've got a great resource for you guys today. I've got a beautiful Promises of God Creativity Journaling Bible. It's a hardcover modern English version. And right now it's on sale through Charisma. To get your copy, you can click on the link in the show notes. And of course, I will also have links to Kim's book, Revival Rising, in the show notes as well. Let's listen in to my conversation with Kim Meter. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I am your host, Christina, and I'm so excited to have you with me here today. I hope and I pray that you are doing well right where you are and enjoying the continuously flowing favor of grace pouring from our beautiful Savior and Father in heaven. I've got a great show for you today. I have with me an amazing leader in the body of Christ. She is a best-selling author whose humanitarian work has garnered national acclaim. She's also the co-founder of Crystal Peaks Youth Ranch, the author of Revival Rising, and she's been on the podcast before, and we had such an amazing conversation. I had to have her back. Kim Meter, welcome back. Thank you so much, Christina. Always, it is such a joy to be with you. Oh, it is such a joy to be with you. I really felt like we had a, a good connection, and I loved your heart, and I loved the presence of the Lord that you carry. And um, I just, I couldn't wait to have you back. Mm, that's high praise, friend. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You're an amazing God. Yes, he is. He's so beautiful. And I'm so thankful that we get to have these conversations with each other and reveal more of Jesus. And as we talk, it's, to me, it's so encouraging. And I hope it's encouraging to you guys out there as our listeners. And um, yeah, so how have you been, Kim? You know, it's been a really unique season. The ranch here up in Oregon, it's still winter. <laughs> we had snow last week, and yet the ranch riding season opens next week. And uh, we, we have interns that come from all over the United States and sometimes beyond, and they are here doing their training. And it's the ranch is just a buzz with activity mm -hmm. and with the power and presence and outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Oh, it's been so exciting and oh so, my gosh. so good. Oh, that makes me so happy to hear that. I really would like to come. Maybe yes, we can, maybe, we, maybe my, me and my daughter can make a trip to visit you guys up there. Cause I love horses. They're such beautiful creatures. You know, horses are so special to Jesus as well, of all the animals that he has made. And he loves them all. And they're mm -hmm. all precious to him. But Jesus chose a horse to carry him back to this world in victory. And they, they are precious to him as well. And I don't know an animal in the world that reflects his, his glory and his power and his presence, his forgiveness, his love, really better than a horse. They have wow. more mirror neurons than any animal created in the world. And so mm. they reflect those that they are around. If you want to know what kind of day you're having, spend it with a horse and you'll know in about three minutes. Mm. 
So horses never lie, right? <laughs> they can't. Wow. Their DNA prevents them from not being honest in every situation that they encounter. I absolutely love that. And I find that really refreshing. I love that. And I love that it's spring here too. It's spring here in Virginia. And I know it's been crazy. We have snow one day and then 70 degrees the next. It's just insane. <laughs> it sounds like here as well. We'll get there eventually. I know. I hope so. I'm ready. I'm so ready. But I, you know, I love the spring. I love the new life. I know. I love the uh, rebirth. I love, you know, the resurrection and, and all that comes with it. And um, I just, I sense that, you know, we're all trying to get back to somewhat of a normal life. And, but there still seems to be like this, um, I don't know if you've encountered this, but this still seems to be like this, this struggle, this continuing, you know, lingering effects of all that we've been through for the last couple of years. Have you noticed that? Absolutely. Uh, I, I travel and I speak a great deal. and what I see are oftentimes people that have gone through individual, uh, uh, I'm just seeing down in a dark well that, mm. okay, here's all these rules and regulations. And now we're going to separate you from your family and your friends and your peers and your church and your home groups, and now get on with your life and love it. And what I have yeah. encountered is that oftentimes now that all the regulations and sanctions are, are coming down, that after several years, I have encountered people that are struggling to move forward. And there's just this, this oppressive sense of depression, oppression of, I, I can't, I'm, I'm struggling to re-engage. My heart is sad and my heart hurts. And I just feel this weakness in my spirit of even though the prison door, so to speak, is open, I'm struggling to go free. Mm. And I've experienced that about everywhere I've gone this year. Wow. Yes, ma'am. And that makes me think I, I am such a visual learner and I see the whole world in pictures and as I'm speaking this, I, I'm thinking, and I might've even shared this with you already. Oh gosh, a couple of years ago, I was, we live in cold country. We're almost 4,000 feet. We have a wood stove in our living room and it was the first morning of spring and I didn't start a fire and sitting there with my Bible in my lap, cup of coffee, spending time with Jesus. And I could hear this, this commotion overhead of what could only be a bird falling into the stovepipe. And the stovepipe is 15 feet. Our, we live in a log home, it's a vaulted ceiling and, and just beating and banging and claws scratching and it couldn't fly in such a confined space. And it fell all the way down into the firebox. Gratefully, there was no fire. And it mm. saw the light, um, the front is glass and it flew toward the light, hit the glass and then just retreated to the back of the box. And I thought, oh my goodness, Lord, show me how to make this right. And so I went and got a towel and, and was very, very careful, reached my hand into the very back of the wood box and just gently closed my fingers around a bird. And as I drew it out into the light, 
that's when I could see that it was a female starling, one of the most despised birds of all the earth. Mm. And a lot of people would have said, oh, just leave her there and let her die. Mm. But that's not what love does. Yeah. And that's not what Jesus does. Yeah. And I drew her out and she's blinking at me. I'm looking down at her. She's covered in ash. She's completely black and otherwise she's okay. And so I walked out the door out onto my deck and just held my hand over my head and just started to open my fingers. And she knew instinctively what to do. She flew hard and fast into the freedom that was offered to her. And Mm -hmm. the Lord said, did you see that? Kim, did you see that? This is what I'm calling from everyone who calls themselves by my son's name, by Jesus Christ's name. You are free, Galatians 5.1. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. You are free, you are free, you are free. Here's what that bird didn't do. Fly back over my shoulder, through the door, into the living room, into the firebox, and close the door. And say, but God, where are you? Where are you? Friends, you and I are free when Jesus Christ heals. He heals completely. Mm-hmm. We are free, we are free, we are free. All the enemy can do is circle around our mind, whispering lies. And we must determine, are we going to listen to the power of God's word? I'm thinking of Proverbs 30, verse five, that says, every word of God is true. Every promise of God is true. He is a shield to everyone who runs to him. Mm-hmm. Are we going to run to him or are we going to run to the lies? And that's the pervasive decision that I'm seeing wafting out over our nation right now. Yeah. And, I, you know, honestly, I, I keep meditating on this verse that the Lord has given me and he keeps kind of really like um, connecting some dots for me in this abundant life that he wants us to have. And I was looking at that verse, John 10, 10 in the the amplified yesterday. And there was a word on there that I noticed that I'd never seen. It was in the amplified, you know, the thief comes only to kill, steal and destroy. But Jesus says, I have come that they might have life and have it to the full till it overflows. But in the Amplified, it says that they might have and enjoy life. And I Mm. was like, enjoy? That we might enjoy it? And it just so struck me. I was like, you know, I love looking at different verses and or or one verse in different um, translations because oftentimes, you know, one will miss something or, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And um And it just so struck me that we might have and enjoy life. And, you know, he's been speaking to me so much about how he is the life giver. Um, You know, uh, what is, what happened, you know, when Adam fell, the curse was this dying, you shall surely die. Right. Mm. And, um, and, you know, most people have this idea that Jesus came to make uh, bad people good, but he didn't. He came to make dead people live. Mm. Truth. And, and that right there. And, you know, so what did the enemy do to Eve? And so Eve 
did not realize that she was already like God. She was already made in his image and she already had life. And, you know, Satan tempted Eve and said, if you want to be like God, you know, do this. But Eve, through lack of revelation, didn't know that that's what she already had. Right. It was already like God. And, um, but, you know, God says in his word that, you know, my people perish for lack of revelation. And if you don't know what God's done for you, if you, if you don't know, if you believe the lies, then that's how he kills, steals and destroys. Right. And, and, um, so that's, that's what, you know, the enemy did with Eve. He killed, he stole and he destroyed. But Jesus says, I've come that they might have life, have it abundantly. And enjoy it. I'm thinking, of, yes, um, from John 10, 10, one of my favorite verses is just a, a few more verses down the page. And, and it goes on in John 27, where Jesus says, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish. No yeah. one can snatch them away from me. For my father has given them to me and he's more powerful than anyone else. No one, no one can snatch them from my father's hand. And I and my father are one. And I love so much about that verse, but in just in light of what we're talking about, Jesus is saying, my sheep know me mm-hmm. and they listen to me. And that when in this season of lingering oppression and depression the enemy wants nothing more than for us to listen to his voice when jesus is like hey hey love you my lambs my <laughs> lambs listen to me listen to the power of my voice and remember it's my dad that holds you securely mm-hmm. we've got you now let's do this let's walk forward yeah what's a practical way that people can come out of agreement with those lies? How can we help them do that? One of the weapons of warfare, there's five. And one of the weapons of warfare that Satan has no defense against, none, 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 is the word of God. Mm -hmm. And when you and I flood our being, our mind, our heart, our soul, and our strength, with the unshakable power of the word of God, we will never know what a lie is until we know what the truth is. Right. And when we flood our mind with what is true, then it's easy to determine, well, that's just a lie. Oftentimes in my travels and, and speaking in ministry, uh, I have people come and they want prayer and they're struggling and suffering. And inevitably, the first question that I pose to them is, are you in the word of God mm-hmm. every day? And you can see the gaze drop and the answer is unspoken. No, you're not. And yet you're surprised that the enemy is tormenting you and flooding you with all of these lies because you've been listening to him more than to God. Mm-hmm. And that's just the, the bedrock bottom line. And so when it comes to fighting depression, oppression, anxiety, and fear. Uh, the, the greatest thing any believer can do is make God first 
by our actions. Mm -hmm. Jesus said in, in Matthew 6, 33, I want to be first. I don't want your leftovers. Make me first in my righteousness and I'll help you with everything else. And if you and I do one thing, then Jesus Christ says he's going to help us with everything else. That, that, that's just an amazing exchange. Mm -hmm. if, if we do one thing, make him first, not with our words, but with our actions by spending time in his word first thing every day, he says, I'll help you with everything else. And so yeah. by us flooding our minds with the power of his word. I love what you read earlier in John 10, 10, that this is who our enemy is. And this is what he tries to do. Mm -hmm. One of my dear friends uh, was in the military and she's, she's a brilliant, incredible believer. I love this woman so much and she's so wise. And she was like a, a code reader, a wind talker. And she mm -hmm. said, Kim, I was trained to encounter and identify lies and codes of information, never by studying the counterfeits. We never studied the counterfeits mm. because they change moment by moment. Right. We only ever were trained to study the truth. I love that so much. That makes so much sense. I um. I worked in finance for a long time, and that's how we would teach our bank tellers to find counterfeit bills. It was never with the counterfeit, it was always with the original, so that right. they would know it like the back of their hand. Right. Oh, so good, Kim. Mm. It is his word it, that is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And you and I can build a life on the power of his word. Even Jesus, when Jesus was attacked by Satan, at the very weakest point of his time on earth, after he had been fasting and praying for 40 days. Of course, that's when Satan would come. And here's what Jesus didn't do. He did not say, well, here's all my education. Here's my experiences, or here's how I feel, mm -hmm. or here's my, uh, my vast emotion and all the things that I've done. Jesus quoted scripture yep. and make no mistake, they both knew it, but only one obeyed it. And Jesus, as our example, Ephesians 5, 1, were to imitate Christ in everything we do, that Jesus filled his heart with God's word. And when the enemy, our greatest enemy came to him and tried to attack he was instantly defeated then by God's word, and he's instantly defeated today by the power of God's word as well. Mm -hmm. And you know, that, that gives us hope, Kim, because we are in him and he is in us. And even at Jesus's weakest, the enemy could not defeat him, No, which means when we're in Christ, he cannot defeat us, even when we're at our weakest. And you're so right. He is opportunistic. And I think that's one of the biggest things I've learned is, you know, when we're sick, when we're tired, when we're not taking care of ourselves or eating right, like we should, um, that's when the enemy tries to take advantage. Mm -hmm. And that's when we need to really be on guard. And, you know, and when we spend time with God, it gives God, um, 
not only should you want to spend time with him because he's amazing, but it gives him a chance to really speak to you and give you direction. I think, you know, and you can do that any time of day. You don't, you can do it first thing. I, I think that's great. Um, but I know there's some busy moms out there and I know when my daughter was little, I struggled with that, but anytime you can, I, I like to call it a, a love break. I'll just pick up a devotional five minutes, you know, and, you know, I'll put it down and, you know, walk away, but I want to give the Lord an opportunity to say something to me, an opportunity to, to fill me up an opportunity to love me. And, um, and, uh, the other thing I wanted to mention too, is if you're sick, if you're, you know, going through stuff, you can put on Christ-centered teaching and you can feast. That's one of the ways you fight. You fight by eating, you know, mm. um, you fight by feasting and, but it's, you know, it needs to be Jesus centered focused stuff to keep your eyes on what Jesus has done for you. Um, who Jesus is to you, who you are in Christ, that kind of stuff. It's so powerful. Such good advice of encouraging people to use this time to wage war and yeah. fight back in the spiritual realm that the American church seems to have forgotten that we are in the war of a lifetime. Yeah. And all the enemy cares about is that your faith dies and then, then you die. That's all he cares about because he knows that throughout history, millions and millions of Christians have died running that baton of faith forward, giving their lives that you and I would know Jesus Christ as Lord. And if Jesus is your savior, that baton of faith has been handed to you. Mm -hmm. And are you and I, are, are we running it forward or yeah. are we hiding it? Or are we saying, oh yeah, the great commission, that's for somebody else. People, it's not the great suggestion. <laughs> I love that. I know if he is your savior, you and I are commanded. We're commanded to share the hope that we carry in, in all the gospels. Uh, the last thing that Jesus said, and I'm thinking about the last couple lines in Luke, where the, when somebody leaves this earth, everyone surrounds them. Everybody leans in, everybody hangs on those last words. And what Jesus said, and it's also in Matthew is to go into all the earth and share the gospel. Yes. taking my hope out into the world and be sure of this. I am with you always, mm, even think, to the very end. I think that's my favorite part. <laughs> we don't even take a single step alone, but he's calling us to keep our, our focus on him, no matter what circumstance happens. And all the enemy can do is is surround us with blackness and wow is there a lot of blackness in the world right now and our circumstances christina do not determine our joy our hope our peace and our faith in jesus christ that is unshakable we give those things to the enemy and we start believing his lies we are called to walk by faith and not by sight and we have to remind ourselves that we can't go by you know, what we see and feel and hear around us, mm -hmm. but we have to go by, like you had mentioned, God's word and um, his promises. And, uh, 
it's dark. I, but I remember one time he told me I was in a very desperate situation. Some, some bad things had happened to me. And I felt like there was this canyon in my life um, of love, uh, this, this devoid of love in my life, this devoid of joy in my life because of these things that had happened to me. But he told me, he said, never fear the canyons because that's what I will feel with myself. Mm. And when we focus on him as our supply, even if we are lacking, he is constantly supplying and he is constantly filling us and he's constantly filling those places where we are weak, where I am weak, he is strong. So if you are struggling in your health and this has been you know my prayer as well i'm just going to take you on your health you know you just be you just be strong in my weakness your health jesus you're supplying your health to me where i am weak you are strong and and we can do that with everything in our life you know whether it's finances or you know hope or peace or love or or any of it Listening to you speak that makes me think of Galatians 5, 22 and 23, which is a verse that most believers know really well. Sometimes we don't focus on, and I speak that over myself. Uh, I'm not pointing fingers at anybody but me, but those <laughs> are the verses that speak about when, when we are filled, filled with the presence of Jesus Christ, the spirit of the living God what fruit is produced in us and through us and poured out into the world through these vessels of flesh is love, mm -hmm. joy. We have peace mm -hmm. in every situation and patience. Oh, that's where Kim's fruit is pretty little. <laughs> and and the, the rest of the list is kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, yeah, and self-control. And that's, that's all... Every single believer has access to these giftings and fruits in immeasurable abundance. Yes. And Kim, if you don't have any one of these things, Kim, it's because your focus is in the wrong place. Oh, now that you put it that way. <laughs> okay, Lord. So Jesus, take my hand. I'm coming. I'm coming and let me focus on you and on your face yeah. and on the power of your word that that when the world that we're so flooded with his presence through um, the five weapons of war warfare are the word of god worship of god which you can do all day long baby on your mm -hmm. hip in your car in your office in the field worship of god praying in the name of jesus praying by the blood of jesus and sharing your testimony um, Revelations 12, 10 and 11 is true, which says Satan is defeated at last by two things, what Jesus Christ has already done on the cross and the spoken word yes. of yours and my testimonies. Yes. And That's when right. we ride, when we're walking in that authority and we are standing in the presence of God and we're flooded with his love and joy and peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, that we're so flooded with him when the world crushes us, hey, you're gonna be sick. Hey, you just lost your job. 
Hey, this relationship is falling apart. Hey, your finances just went away. Hey, whatever, fill in the blank. When the world crushes us, he's what comes out. Yeah. He's what pours out into the environment. And that's what transforms the environments that we live in. And right now I'm thinking, as I'm saying this, the Lord is taking me to Acts 16. And that's where Paul and Silas, they, they did nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. Paul and Silas were doing exactly what Jesus Christ told them to do. They were sharing yes. the gospel, falsely accused, stripped naked in public, beaten almost to death, and then put in prison. And not any prison, down in the dungeon, in stocks. And these men had done nothing wrong. If there was ever a time for a believer to say, but God, but God, where are you? Why have you abandoned me? Yeah. And they never did. They never lost focus of the mission. And that was just to release the fruit of the spirit and the saving redemption of Jesus Christ. And they're sitting in the dark, with their feet in stocks, in a pool of their own blood. They're sitting in their own blood. Oh, this makes me cry. And Christina, instead of blaming God, they worshiped him. They were singing praise and adoration to God. And can you imagine all the prisoners leaning in and saying, what kind of hope is that? Right. What, what kind of peace is that? And how, oh, how can you have that in this place? And whatever that is, I want that. And we yeah. know that as their worship went up and encountered the heavenlies, that the spirit of the living God came down with so much force that the ground shook. Oh, my goodness. I, I so... I can't wait to experience this tangibly that the ground shook, all the doors flew open, all the chains fell off. And we know the rest of the encounter that the jailer got saved, jailer's family got saved, all the prisoners got saved. Everybody received Christ because they never lost focus of the mission. Yeah. And that was to give glory to Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'm so struck by that encounter. They had such a confidence in God. And and they weren't afraid of the experience of sitting there in prison. I think most of us, especially in the American, American church would be horrified by that experience, but they were so confident that even that experience would produce what they were sent there to do, which was like, just like you said, to glorify Jesus and to spread the gospel that God used even that and he used it profoundly, that confidence that God will use even our worst circumstances is amazing. He promises that he will. And once again, when we know the promises of God and the power of his word, I'm thinking right now of second Corinthians one, three, and four, that the paraphrase is, don't you know that God is going to comfort you in your time of need so that when others go through something similar, you can comfort that God has given you and that yours and my pain has a purpose. Yeah. And, and that purpose is to share the hope of Jesus Christ. And that, my friends, is pain worth having if we just don't lose focus on the mission. 
and not get our head down, examining everything that hurts, but keeping our chin up. And I'm thinking right now, as I say that of chin up, looking up of uh, it's Hebrews 11, one and two in the great cloud of witnesses. And Jesus mm-hmm. says, how you're going to finish this race is by doing one thing. And that's yeah. keeping your gaze on my face yeah. and taking the next step. So good. I love it. I love talking to you about our beautiful Jesus. <laughs> he is so good. I think in this season that it it's easy. It's so easy to become focused on the darkness and the encroaching wickedness and evil and immorality and just these black waves washing in. And I, I experience a lot of believers really caved in and really focused on, on the move of the enemy mm-hmm. instead of their own move of light in the darkness. And I'm thinking right now of, and you mentioned it earlier, um, Psalms 23, and I believe it's verse four, that says, though we go through that valley of the shadow of darkness, we're not going to fear anything. Mm-hmm. And there's so much I love about that verse, but the the word I want to focus on is through. Yeah. Jesus Christ calls us to walk through those dark times. He doesn't ever call any one of us to camp out and live in them. He yeah. calls us to move forward. And he's not the light at the end of the tunnel. He is in the tunnel with us every mm-hmm. step of the way. His rod and his staff, his protection and his comfort. He's with us. And it doesn't matter what darkness or evil or wickedness surrounds us. It only matters that our hand is firmly in his. And by golly, we're taking the next step. And we're yeah. taking back land. We're taking back the ground for Jesus Christ with the power and authority of his love. Yeah. That makes me whiplash. Gosh, my mind is like ping pong balls right now. It's <laughs> Mark, I think it's 16, it's Mark 16, 15 through 20. It's the last part of, of Mark. And Jesus is commissioning the disciples and he's telling them to go forward into the world and, and be sure of this. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be with you, but also I'm going to give you the ability to cast out demons. You're going to speak in unknown languages. You're going to encounter and, and overcome external dangers and internal dangers. And you're going to put your hands on the sick and they will recover. Yeah. And it's the disciples went out into the world and Jesus confirmed what they were saying through these miraculous encounters. It was never about the focus on the miraculous. Right. The miraculous was simply there to put a, a stamp that, yes, this is God because nobody else can do this. And this is truth. And you need to listen to it. Mm-hmm. And there's no expiration date on that verse. Right. Yes. That we are still, believers are still equipped with all this weaponry. Yeah. And most believers lay it down and say, oh, I'm sorry. And it's hard. And I'm afraid. And, and we, we start leaning into the lying that I just see the enemy circling our mind all day long, whispering lies. Mm-hmm. And once again, we get to choose to believe the lying or believe the unshakable power of Jesus Christ and his word. Mm-hmm. You know, I love that scripture that says Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Mm -hmm. And we have to remember, just like I was saying earlier, he came that we might have life and have it abundantly. 
And we have to remember the whole point of the miraculous is to bring life. Like I've never seen a miracle where somebody died. It just doesn't happen. Mm, but I've seen miracles where wow. dead people were raised. I've seen people healed. Yeah. I've seen people delivered. Yes. Um, I've seen marriages restored. Like he brings life. Right. That's the whole point of Jesus coming. And, you know, what he wants to give us is life. And ever, I, I love that. Um, I love that scripture. It says, uh, and Jesus went about doing good, healing all who were oppressed of the devil. Well, what is sickness and what is oppression? It's death begun. Mm, yes. And we carry that same hope because we carry him. Yes. And he's calling us to, to move his work forward. And in John 14 and 15, he's Jesus flat out says, you're going to do everything that I've done and more. And the church just reels backward from that. Well, yeah, but he was Jesus and he could do anything because he was God. And it's almost like this shaking people. I'm giving you my spirit. Right now, the spirit is around you. But once I go back to heaven, I'm putting my spirit, my spirit in you, in you and everything that I am, you carry and you choose to hoard and hide or you choose to release into the darkness and watch the darkness be consumed by the authority and healing love of of the light of Jesus Christ. That's what we carry as believers. And it's amazing, you know, it, it goes back to the garden, you know, when Adam, when Adam and Eve walked with God in the cool of the garden, God was external. But now thanks to Jesus and thanks to the gift of the father, the Holy Spirit that was released on the day of Pentecost, God now dwells within us. Just like you said, we have something greater than when we even started in the garden. And now Jesus has all authority in heaven and on earth. Originally, the authority of earth was given to us. And we all know, you know, it was given to the enemy, but now it's been restored to Jesus and he is in us and we are in him. I mean, that's clearly what the gospel says. It's, it's, you died in my place. Um, I died with you. I, I rose with you and I now live in you and you live in me. And that's the gospel. It's not, oh, he just died for me. It's he died as me, Mm. you know, boom, truth, just truth. And I think just circling back to the beginning of our conversation, Christina, about how, as, as restrictions are being lifted, a lot of believers are still staying in a tissue paper prison of oppression and depression. And in one single courageous act will take you right on through. And I'm thinking of John, it's uh, John one verse five that says the light, Jesus Christ shines through the darkness and the darkness can never extinguish him ever. And that that's the light that we carry. And I spend a lot of time in the wilderness and I read a study many years ago that really moved my heart. And what the study was about was the light of one single match, a flame that is one inch high. And and how far 
can that light be seen mm. on a on a moonless night? And Christina, in, in this overwhelming sea of darkness, the light of a single match, you would think is so insignificant. And yet one match, a, a flame, an inch high, can be seen for 17 miles. That's mm. who we are when we are walking this world it doesn't matter the depth of darkness around us. It only matters that we know the truth of God's word. And that's that Jesus Christ has already had victor victory and he's victorious over everything, everything that you and I will face and are facing. It doesn't matter if we understand how, it only matters that we believe that he has done it already. And we walk forward in the truth and the power of his word carrying his unstoppable light into the darkness. Wow. That's how those in our midst will know the saving love of Jesus Christ. Amen. That is incredible, Kim. 17 miles, one single, yes. one single inch high flame. That is absolutely incredible. Thank and you for sharing that. Amen. I, I think about that often when I am in situations that are really difficult. And yeah. that it's just too hard or it, there's just too much wickedness. There's too much evil. There's too much immorality. And the Lord's like, mm -mm. oh, no, you don't. <laughs> it doesn't matter what stocks are holding your feet. You worship me and you become that light in the darkness. And that light, people are going to run toward it that God is calling. And you never know who that's going to be. Yeah. And so our job isn't to understand Jesus and his ways. I mean, Isaiah 55 is true. Sorry, but you're, I'm God. You're not, your brain just can't do it. And it doesn't matter that we understand. It only matters that we trust him enough to walk forward into his will, carrying his redeeming love into the darkness. That's who we are as believers. So good, Kim. So good. Okay. Will you pray for our listeners that they can walk forward and trust Jesus? And they will just be that light in this darkness. Mm, Jesus, Jesus, Lord Jesus, I pray the power and authority of your name over everyone who will hear this message, mm -hmm. Lord, that it is a message of your word and your calling for yes. such a time as this. Lord, I pray over every listener who is struggling, which pretty much is every single one with something. And Lord, that the enemy only wants our faith to die because he knows that that baton of faith passed to these listeners, if their faith is distracted and dies, that branch of Christianity meant to grow through them will die with them. Lord, I pray for an awakening, an awakening, a, a revival of your people that we would stop looking down at everything that is dark, everything that's evil, everything that hurts, everything that frightens us, everything that makes us mad, every bitterness, every unforgiveness, we would stop looking at that and move our face up and look at you. And that we would start giving you praise and adoration and gratitude and worship. I pray over everyone today that you would ignite their hunger to be in your word, 
First thing, if they can do it, if not, Lord, that that would become the pinnacle of their day, that they would make you first. Jesus, you yourself said in John 17, three, the whole purpose of this life is to know God. That's the whole purpose of each of our lives is to know you, not be consumed by our our circumstances, but to know you. And I pray that over our listeners today, Jesus, Lord Jesus, as they lift up holy hands to you, that Lord, every honest heart that turns to you, you turn to them and that Holy Spirit, you would come right now with eternal fire and that each listener would feel the heat of your presence coming in through the top of their head and consuming the lies of the enemy. And they would feel the heat of your presence burning their eyes, that they would have eyes to see and ears to hear and a mouth that speaks your truth and your redemption into the world. And Holy Spirit, burn down down their arms into these hands, that these are the hands that will bring your love into the world and rage down their spine, fixing and straightening and healing as you go down through their legs, into their feet, that these would become the the Romans eight beautiful feet that will bring the gospel of the good news. That's what you have called them to be. They are warriors. That's who they are. And this would be the day that they would recommit their heart to become that for you because of love. Jesus, for you, for God, this father, by the power of the Holy Spirit, Jesus, we love you so much. And we're so, so grateful that, that I love what Christina said, that you exchange your glory to remove our sin, that we could know you and be free in you and live in your love for yeah. eternity. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Kim. This has been such a, a encouraging conversation. I know just for me, and I know it's going to encourage so many out there. Praise him. Praise him. Thank you, Christina, again, for the opportunity to just share the hope that we all carry the hope and love of Jesus Christ. Yes, my pleasure. Well, I'm going to have links to how you can get connected with um, Kim in our show notes. And you can also find more about her at crystalpeaksyouthranch.org and make sure you pick up a copy of her book, Revival Rising. Um, You will love it. So until next week, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I hope today's episode has blessed you. Please subscribe, share it with your friends, and don't forget to sign up for our ministry mailing list for more encouraging content about our beautiful Savior, Jesus. Just text JESUS to 1-833-815-7778. That's 1-833-815-7778. 
888-789-7778. And of course, it's your turn now to join the conversation. Send me your burning questions, leaders you would like to hear from in the body of Christ, your testimonies, and more. Just click join the conversation in the show notes. And for more information about our ministry, visit us at ChristinaPereira.org. Until next week, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless.